On today's podcast, we have Janie Conley with us. She is a retired school teacher and a dear personal friend of mine. She's joining us today to share her experiences of Round Top and give you all the tips and tricks she can share. Join me today as we celebrate Janie. Hey, Janie. Hi, Faith. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I said it was good to hear your voice again. I know. I always have so much fun when I talk to you. You crack me up. You're so funny. I loved it yesterday when you said, how's my voice? And I thought you're hysterical. I think your voice is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you want to tell everybody how we know each other? You want me to or do you? It's up to you. Do you want me to start it and then you can finish it? Sure. You go ahead. All right. So I met Janie in Big Spring. My fiance and I started visiting this church in Big Spring and we became members of the church, got married there and I was expecting our daughter and there's, you know how in the church there's things that they, they need help with. And so there, they had a list of items. And one of the things was, you know, Janie Conley is going to be having cancer treatments. You know, she would like somebody to accompany her with those. And so I volunteered to do that because I thought I'm pregnant. I wasn't working and I thought this would be a great way to meet somebody in the community and get to like have some fellowship with somebody and and get to know somebody else. And it turned out to be so fun. I never knew cancer treatments could be so fun. And that was your idea, wasn't it? Well, yes, because, um, cancer treatments can be very, very scary had already done cancer once before about um, 13 years earlier and I did chemo at the time and now I was doing radiation and I was going to have to go to Midland for 35 consecutive work days. And uh, so it would involve a drive of 40 minutes over and 40 minutes back and it's not fun to do that by yourself. And so what I enjoyed and it really was fun was going to Midland every day with some of the same people or different people every time and having something to do over there while we were there. That was the most fun. We went junkin', we went thrifting, we went antiquing, we went thrift store shopping, we went garage sailing, we went estate sailing. We went and did everything. We did. We went to Target, we went to Sonic, we (laughs) ate, uh, we did it all. Oh, we got cupcakes. Remember those? Oh, the cupcakes. Those are Gigi's cupcakes. That was a very, very uh, bad addiction, Fun. It is fun to eat cupcakes with another person, though. You don't quite feel so guilty. Yeah, and I think I was uh, probably getting Whataburger and eating those cupcakes in my bed while my husband was working because all I wanted to do while I was pregnant was eat. (laughs) (laughs) It just tasted so good. But you made it so much fun, and you wouldn't even let me drive you. No, I don't think anyone drove me. Maybe somebody drove me. I don't really remember. Um, But yes, I was perfectly capable of driving myself. You just that way, that that way I could control where we went, right? (laughs) Well, you just wanted a buddy. Oh, well, sure. That's right. You just wanted a buddy. And so our friendship started from me just tagging along with you on your cancer treatments. And, And it was, it was a 45 minute trip out there and a 45 minute trip back. And I just have really sweet, fond memories of our time together. That's right. And you were pregnant and we looked at baby stuff at 
oh. Toys R Us and places <laughs> like that. And so it was fun. I enjoyed it. I know you taught me a lot and you were, you were a teacher. How long did you yes. teach for? Well, I was retired at that time, wasn't I? I retired in 2008 and that was 2011. I taught for 30 years. Well, thank you for your service. My goodness, that's a long time. What grade did you teach? I taught a little bit of everything, Faith. I taught mostly sixth grade, junior high, fourth grade, and even high school. And I also taught driver's ed. That was always an experience. Oh, my. Did, um, how did your boys do with you teaching at their high school? Well, that was after school, driver's ed. When I taught in, other high, in another high school, it was before they were born, so that didn't matter to them. I did oh. have... I did drive with Kyle one time, a few times too. Well, it's always I, scary to drive with your own kids. Oh, I bet. To drive with someone else's kids. I bet that does sound scary. When did your love for like thrifting and junking start? Well, that's a really good question because it has to be my mother. My mother loved old things and not necessarily beautiful, expensive antiques because I don't think she could afford that, but she would pick things up off of the curb if it was a trash day. She liked antique stores. She liked finding things that could be cleaned up. I really don't remember her going to a lot of antique stores until later in her life, and she did a lot of that. And I'm sure she went to thrift stores too, but she never did much of that when we were growing up, simply probably because she didn't have time. Do you remember your first treasure or antique that was given to you or you purchased? Oh my, I don't really, re I can't remember. Um, Let me, I'll, I'll tell you mine while you're okay. thinking. Um, so the very first antique that was purchased for me, and I'm sure I got things in the house, but it was a, something that I wanted, I picked out, and it was a gift from my parents. And we mm -hmm. went to Harris Antiques in Fort Worth, Texas. And I, I can't remember how, how old I was exactly, but I was in high school and I wanted a hope chest. And so my daddy spent $125 on this hope chest for me. And it was from 1912. It was a steamer trunk. It has the yeah. doors and oh. everything on the inside. I still have it. We use it as a coffee table in the playroom. So that was the first um, treasure that I got. Right. Well, I think that I do remember um, wanting certain little things that my great-grandmother had or my grandmother might have given me. And they were just simply, oh, maybe a piece of jewelry or a plaque or something like that. Um, I always loved books. And I wanted always wanted my own bookshelves. But um, I don't think it was until I, I started antiquing seriously in the summer of, of 2000 and one summer a friend and I went somewhere every week we hit every antique store and thrift store within about a hundred miles or so of Big Spring we went out in all directions yeah and that's when I seriously started uh, looking at things there wasn't that many places in Big Spring so you really did have to travel no, and at that time, there wasn't a Goodwill store. I don't really, and there was the chalet. I did actually start volunteering there after uh, after I retired. That was fun. 
Mm -hmm. You have a lot of different collections. I remember uh, your buttons, your buttons and then the plates with the bluebirds on it. And then (laughs) those bluebird uh, plates, someone once told me that they were given out at gas stations. There are all kinds of pieces in that. And they are bluebirds There are different types of bluebirds. But I think in the beginning, they were just inexpensive pieces that you would get when you filled up with gas. Um, yeah. My great-grandmother and my mother loved tea leaf ironstone. Mm-hmm. And um, so my when my mother passed away, I did get some of those pieces, and I have added a lot to that. So I love tea leaf ironstone. It was also, it was made in England. It was shipped to the United States. It was used as ballast in ships. And I don't think it was very expensive at the time. And then you also have, you have antlers, you have hornet's nests, you have, um, you have like, there's so many cute, cute, cute treasures that you have around your house. So right now you live in a little tiny town outside of Round Top and your sister lives pretty close by. And so you used to, when you lived in Big Spring, you would travel, right? You would travel oh, down. yes. We would drive to, I would take off about three days from school, and we would come to either the spring or the fall show, stay with my sister in Round Top, and see as much as we could. That started in 2003, and so it's been 20 years, just about, that I've been doing that. Well, I've been asked a lot about just questions about Round Top and my experience with Round Top has been through you and with you. And so mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not the expert. I know a lot has changed and evolved over time, but I do have kind of a list of questions to kind yes. of pick apart about Round Top and you know, I know it's not this is not like in, written in blood. This is not it's either this way or no way. But I really would love to get your feedback and your expertise because what we did worked for us. I mean, you know, we would go a week early and you knew where to park and you knew where to shop. And um, you would take me on all these back roads and we would visit these (laughs) towns. And you're like, well, there's a good there's a good store over here. And I think, how on earth do you even know where you are? Because that's that's Well, that's right, because it takes a a long time to know where you want to go, because when I first went, we had no idea where we were. We tried to see everything we possibly could. I remember one time we found a a really interesting dealer in Warrington, and I wanted to go back to where she was, Mm -hmm. and I could not find my way back to her. I had no idea where she is, where she was, and she's there every year now. So after you go a lot, you know where you want to go, and mm-hmm. you know where you really don't want to go. Round Top happens twice a year, the spring and the fall. Yes, and, and they do have a winter show, Faith. When you and Sailor Kate came to see me, we went to that winter show, didn't we? Oh, I don't know. That's right, we did. Oh, I don't... I, I've it's been... Not, it's just not nearly as big. Oh, yeah, that's right, we did, because then we went to that red barn-looking place, and we went inside, and we were looking for Staffordshire dogs. Yes, we and did she, that. And she needed mm-hmm. to tickle, and she wouldn't go potty in a public potty. Remember? I was so <laughs> Well, let me say a thing about that. Um, going to Round Top in Warrington involves a lot of porta potties, mm-hmm. and if that's not your thing, then um, it, you kind of have to know where 
the plushies are <laughs> or you have to hold it, I guess. <laughs> yes. And one of the things that I learned with you was I didn't know about a Yeti cup until I went out to see you one time when we went to Round Talk. And I said, what's that? And you go, oh, it's a Yeti. It keeps it cold. And after that, I got one because it did. So you definitely need to bring hydration. Oh, <laughs> hydration. You know, that's a big deal, too, because the show originally started in about the middle of September, and it is just so very hot here. You have to have a lot of water. And you want to not have to carry a lot of things with you. And so if you don't mind paying a lot for a bottle of water, some places are really good. You can just get it for a dollar. And But you have to stay hydrated. You've got to be drinking something. I think you will see people drinking beer in the morning. And I think that just kind of gives you an excuse because you're in Round Top. You're going to have a good time. And you might as well start drinking early. <laughs> I've never seen anybody um, drunk or anything like that. But it's just kind of fun, especially if you're with friends. I did see a group of women last um, this past spring, and they were all drinking something at about 11 o'clock in the morning, but they were obviously enjoying each other's company. <laughs> well, um, okay, so is there any advantage in going a week early before it officially launches? Well, you know, I think so. It depends on what you're looking for. The dealers that come in from other places, from out of state, that tends to be the rule of thumb for them. Come early, go to the w, uh, Bar W Fields, shop as those vendors are unloading their trailers, and then a lot of those dealers go up the road, set it up at their venue and sell. And I've heard that people come with empty trucks. A lot of people store their things here year round. Uh, some of them, of course, bring it all with them. But uh, shopping early is an advantage. The reason I like to do that is it's less crowded. And uh, the fields are the places to find all kinds of everything. They're, they're cool things. They're unexpected. They're not extremely expensive. They can be, but it's not um, comparable to going to Marburger or the Big Red Barn. So... Because because they're out in the field space. Remember, you're walking on dirt. There are fire ants that you have to avoid compared to when you go into the big red barn and these dealers have set up their displays and their vignettes. And a lot of that is all about what appeals to the eye there and how they've presented it so, to the people yeah. who come in. So when she says the fields, she means you're walking outside under the sunshine and it's a big field. And when she says the barns, okay, so there's different structures that have doors on them. Some have air conditioning, some have potties, but those are going to be more like a boutique. Exactly. Like, you know, those up. are the, and, and Faith, um, some of those are the ones you pay a lot of money to get into. Early exactly. admission at Marburger Farm is during the last week of the show. And it is $40 for early admission. And it's usually very crowded. Uh, lots of women are excited to go. They bring their designers with them because they may be, you know, looking for something to go into a home, big pieces, beautiful pieces. So when you walk into Marburger, you're seeing beautiful displays of all kinds of things. And it's fun to see what sells. 
because you can imagine perhaps what kind of house it's going into. Well, what is Marburger or whatever you Mar- said? Well, Marburger is a, a venue. Uh, I guess it originally was on land owned by the Marburger family. And um, it's a venue of a lot of tents, large tents, and some closed-in buildings. There is food there, several places to buy food, um, places to get drinks. Bathrooms are usually higher-class porta-potties. And uh, and the tents are, uh, there are probably a good eight or nine tents there, very large tents. It's fun to go to. Things there are also pricier. Are they newer stuff at Marburger? Or no, is- Mar- I believe that Marburger has strict rules about having new stuff in your booth. It has to be old. Now, there are new owners of Marburger, and I don't know that they hold those, th- those same um, views. There are um, the antiques, if they're French antiques or mid-century modern, I'm sure that's fine. But that's not the place you're going to find uh, cute dresses and trendy shoes. Yeah, there was lots of there was lots of uh, turquoise jewelry everywhere. (laughs) That's what you said. Yes. Mm -hmm. So back in the day, Round Top used to just be it just looked like a big old flea market outside. And now it's been a little cityfied is what you said. Well, you know, originally, I think about 60 years ago, there was one show, it was set up in a, um, a a rifle, the rifle hall in Round Top, I believe, it was very small, it was uh, Emily Turney, and she wanted a place to sell some antiques to her friends. Now, when you say Round Top, it pretty much involves everything up and down Highway 237 and 159, it's all one stretch between LaGrange and Burton. So it's all up and down the way and it just gets more and more spread out. So there are things all uh, within probably, I guess, I don't know if it's 15, 20 or so. Yes. Round Top is in the middle. Warrington is uh, down the road. It's a smaller town. Well, okay. You said there's lots of new places to stay and I know there's lots of new restaurants to eat at. Um, I know people want to know where to stay, but would you just say go well, look at VRBO, or is there, um, well, is there well, like a busy you know, area and then a not so busy area? Well, first of all, you can find anything I'm talking about when you Google Antiques Week Round Top, and there are lots of things. I was looking last night to see what all they had, and a lot of them are writ, uh, written by vendors, and so you know they're telling that story from their point of view. But in the time that I've just been in LaGrange for the last eight years, uh, there have been some new places to stay. That The whole downtown of Round Top has changed. It was pretty much a little sleepy village with uh, maybe a couple of restaurants and it has a mercantile. And um, that was about it. And it's not that way anymore. So um, I have a list. I have some places that I think are a lot of fun to stay. I've okay. seen some of them. Um, in Warrington, it used to be a car museum. It is now called Glamp Inn. And it is two buildings of vintage trailers and yurts, tents. And I went to a Methodist women's retreat there with some friends a couple of years ago, and it was really a lot of fun. And the best thing about Glamp Inn is, number one, 
the people who own it are Sterling and Casey, and they are wonderful. They're so nice. And it is right smack in the middle of Warrington. So you stay there, and you are within walking distance of just about everything, which is kind of nice because you mm -hmm. want to maybe have a place where you can go back and cool off and um, rest, drink, yeah. eat something, go to mm -hmm. a bathroom. Yes, bathroom. The other places, um, that's all in, that's Warrington. Um, also in Warrington, a friend of mine had a and b and um, she has since passed away, and they sold it to some local people here in LaGrange, and it has become the farmstead. It is right behind Coles. Coles is an antique venue right off of 237, and um, it's nice because it's air-conditioned, and you find prettier things in there because you're not outside where it could rain and the wind could blow and stuff like that. It's called the farmstead, and the new people have done a lot of updates to it. I think it's pictures on the internet. It looks very nice and new. So that's in Warrington also. In between Warrington and Round Top, you know, there's the Gypsy store. Did we go there? No, we've just driven past it a lot. Well, you know, they have a place on their property called Wander Inn. And I've seen lots of pictures there. I've known people who have stayed there and they've had a lot of fun. It's called Wander Inn, I-N-N. -N. Also, there's the Round Top Inn, and it's been there for a long time, and it's right in Round Top, and it's a series of very historical buildings that have been put on the property together. It's close to restaurants and wine and things like that. That's Round Top Inn. Also in downtown Round Top is the Hotel Lulu, and it's fairly new. I saw some interesting pictures of it. And um, right outside of Round Top, not too far, is the Frenchie. The Frenchie is a, a large house and another building that have been converted into individual rooms. And there's like a main sitting area and a kitchen. And those rooms are absolutely so cool because of the tile work in the bathrooms. Mm -hmm. Kind of um, bright colors and kind of funky. Really cool. That's the Frenchie. And then also new in Round Top is called the Red Antler cabins or something and um there's a series of them they're in a very good location red antler right How outside of warrington is the flop house the flop house is a series of ser uh, shipping containers can you imagine <laughs> they've converted shipping containers into cabins how far in advance do you think somebody should book a trip out um, there i think you should do it as much as you can. I think when my friend had her B&B, &B, the people who stayed with her made their reservations a year in advance. Yeah. I think what happens if you don't, then you're relegated to staying in hotels, but you also have to look online because there are lots of individual B&Bs uh, mm -hmm. places to stay all around. So there's yeah. a lot to choose from. Where would you say, so a lot of my listeners love the grand millennial or the classic Southern style. I know trends have changed from going from shabby chic to farmhouse, mm -hmm. modern, grand millennial, boho. There's like Glamazon. There's all the different styles, but specifically where would you say would be the best place to get like ginger jars or those green cabbage plates or rose medallion or the um, staff dogs? Right. I think that those places are going to be in a 
in a place, and I'm, this is not always true because they can be found everywhere, mm-hmm. it's going to be in a place that is protected from mm-hmm. wind and rain because if you're in a tent and it rains, which invariably it will do, then you've got water everywhere and mud. So um, you don't want that to cause any breakage or anything. So I would say things like Marburger, Big Red Barn. There's a, another new place called The Compound. Mm-hmm. It's between Round Top and Warrington, and it's a lot of buildings uh, that are enclosed, um, just different places. You know, you come to Round Top and you get the magazine, and everything will be online too, and it'll kind of give you an idea of what places are selling what. I just read an article yesterday that said um, Roundtop has attracted a lot of designers and um, they're coming from Houston, they're coming from New York, they're coming from Los Angeles. So it definitely has a more um, metropolitan feel to it. In fact, I just read this and it said, Roundtop is the new Jackson Hole. Oh. Have you ever been to Jackson? (laughs) No, I haven't. Well, you know, Jackson is very uh, westerny and everything like that, but it's also a a big attraction for people from California, places like that. Okay, so would would you say if if you go to a building, you're probably going to be paying a higher price point than if you go somewhere that's out in a field unprotected? So if you're looking for a treasure and you don't mind digging, you go shop the fields. If you don't want to dig, then you go to the tents or the Exactly. You can also, there are lots of places in Warrington. The fields are all kind of connected. You walk a lot. You've got to have your comfortable shoes on. Don't open toed shoes aren't that great because you're walking in dirt and gravel and fire ants are treacherous. Yes, so, I was uh, say those pants yeah. do not, you have to wear closed toe shoes and yeah. you need to be comfortable. So whether if you're wearing a dress, you need to wear those biker shorts underneath so you don't get exactly. road, road rash or, you know, have your hat on or sunglasses, your sunscreen. Uh, exactly. That's what they say. Hats, dress and layers, anything that you can take off if you start off chilly, uh, you know, take a jacket off or if it starts to rain, i taken I've worn my mud boots my rain boots and tripped through mud it was kind of fun um Uh, you have to you know be prepared parking is all over the place it's best in Warrington to find the parking spots in the middle of Warrington so that you're kind of not having to walk from one end to the other you're in the middle and you can branch out uh parking costs usually about five dollars a day and uh So you kind of want to be in the middle of Warrington and just break out and go different directions. Okay. So I know, I know that some vendors will take credit cards, but you said a phrase, what is King? Well, cash, of course, you know, they always say take a lot of cash. And um, it's kind of funny because you want to not flash your cash in front of someone, especially if you're asking if that person can do better, you know, and then open your um, billfold and show them all your 20s or whatever you have. Yes. Um, so also a friend once said, um, you know, don't wear all your uh, diamond rings either. That's just mm-hmm. kind of flashy. But these don't dealers bring- are, 
yeah uh, internet internet is spotty but most of these dealers have um yeah the square yeah it. i was gonna say yes you need to if you're gonna bring money you need to bring a or purse you need to bring a crossover um definitely because like, you want to be hands-free you, you want to be to hold on to it yeah you want to be hands-free mm -hmm. and you want to keep it on your front side i mean it's a good little well, area but you don't want to have a sweaty backpack full of crap you well, just... I get, you could, I guess. You know, a lot of people <laughs> want to pull those big wagons. And I will tell you that in even in Warrington and um, at the fields, those are kind of nice. But you cannot walk. You're going to have to leave that walk, that wagon outside of a booth. You cannot take it in with you. They, I think they get in the way. Uh, mm -hmm. I have seen a lot of people uh, with their dogs, pushing dogs and strollers. Uh, oh, yeah. I think, I mean, it's hot. I would yeah. say you should leave your dog at home. It's really it hot. It is. It does get hot. Even in October, it can be it's, hot. It's really mm -hmm. hot. Let me tell you, if you're going out to Round Top and you think you're going to be looking cute and taking pictures, you are wrong. If you want to get dressed up one night and look cute and take pictures, fine. <laughs> but don't go shopping. Well, I think you can look cute, Faith. I see lots of cute people. Oh. Um, I just it's wouldn't wear flat open-toed sandals. I wouldn't oh. wear uh, maxi dresses. I wouldn't wear anything sleeveless. You know, I want, you want to be comfortable. Comfortable and protected from the sun at the same time. Exactly. Sunscreen is always helpful. What is the closest airport to Round Top? It's Austin. It's Austin is very easy to get in and out of. And because it's on the east side of Austin, so you don't have to go into downtown Austin. You just get on Highway 71 and come towards LaGrange. And it's um, probably about an hour and a half, less than an hour and a half to get to Round Top Warrington. Uh, I saw where people rent cars. I'm sure that you would have to do that in advance. So um, that's always helpful too, if you're, dry, if you're flying and you, I guess you have to have a vehicle. Uh, can you explain to the listeners about if you want to purchase something and have it shipped or you want to purchase it and have the vendor hold it till the end of the day you know how if you're out shopping and you're like it's kind of a big item what did i buy last time i was there that was big but that that's large and you yes. want the vendor to hold it for you yes remember well, i bought that buffet well yes of course but faith you paid for that first right yes and then you say, I'll come back and get it before the mm -hmm. end of the day. And that way you can get as close as you can to that dealer in your car and load it up. Yes. Right. So basically, if you're buying a, a sizable item, you can pay for it with the vendor. Leave it mm -hmm. there. Say, yes. I'm going to get it at the end of the day or whatever time, you know, ask them how long they're going to be there. And then yes. go shopping. Then get your car. Get as close as possible, like you said, and That's then load. Exactly right. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Remember I brought Coley with me? Yes. She she I don't think she knew what she was getting into. Well, uh, if you've never been before, you don't because it's so big. And you know what they've started doing too, Faith, is um lot at night there are concerts, you know, um bands. Um, of course, the Junk Gypsies are famous for the prom. There are actually two proms in that area, the Junk Gypsy prom. 
and I've been to that a several several times. People dress up for that in crazy things. You know, started out with a lot of people wearing old prom dresses and things, but they wear everything, and it's fun to watch. It really is. Uh, there well, are those. There are yeah. other concerts. You know, where you can go and listen to live music. What about places to eat? What's your favorite place to eat in Round Top or Warrington? Um, oh, I was. I'm glad you asked that because. Um, I love Mexican food, and what <laughs> it, well, uh, you and I, I can't remember if it was Mandito's at the time, but you, Sailor Kate, and I, we ate at Mexican food. What happens during the show is they bring out a um, smaller menu because they want you to get in and get out because there are so many lines. You're going to have to wait in line to get into a place to eat. There are lots of places that have sell barbecue and sandwiches and hamburgers and kettle corn all throughout the fields or the, all the other venues there are places you can eat but i will tell you this there is a place and it's at paul michaels it's north of round top it's a big big building they sell interesting things i think they're out of arkansas and their space is huge they have other antique dealers along the side of them but in that building where paul michaels is they have a restaurant called duo d-u-o and duo is really cool and uh, it's fun to eat there my kids love to go there we were there at easter um they have drinks and um we took the we took the grandchildren they had fun and their food is really good they have buffets i mean it can be very pricey at night but it is nice. Uh, that's at Paul Michaels. Um, there are a there's an Italian food restaurant called Lulu's. He has that hotel called Hotel Lulu's. There is a new smokehouse on Hinkle Square. Hinkle Square is has a lot of interesting shops on it. That's where Royer's Cafe is. Royer's is very famous. It's been in Round Top for a long time. Royer's has a pie kitchen. Royer's is famous for pie. Did we eat any pie? I was going to say, I think that's the place that we went to for like home cooking. I don't, I think I probably got chicken pie steak when I went, but I know that you got some pie. I don't remember you, you can make reservations for Royer's and they'll put you in uh, their restaurant. It's not very big. They'll put you in family style. So they'll just fill up their tables. You'll be sitting there with other people and people love oh. their food. I don't go there very often. They're not I don't think always we went. open on the weekdays oh excuse me i don't think that we went there then we went to some little tiny cafe it was um with wo and we just had i wonder where we went i don't know if that was in fayetteville fayetteville is a beautiful little town not far from round top and it has a couple of good restaurants there too yeah. Ooh, tell me okay Y'all have some of the prettiest churches in the areas, too. You'll oh, take well, of course. Fayette County is famous for the painted churches, and they were painted on the inside in the 1800s to resemble um, the majestic church churches of Czechoslovakia. And um, so they're not really marble. The pillars in the church are painted to look like marble. The ceilings are painted. They're beautiful. There are four, five, six churches in the area, and they are gorgeous. And you basically can walk into those churches 
um, in the daytime and see them. They also give tours if you contact like the Chamber of Commerce in Schulenburg. But they are gorgeous. They really are. Which one's your favorite? Well, the ones that are closest to LaGrange are, uh, well, there's three. And they're really very close. And there's uh, a little town called Ammonsville. And it has one. Dubina has one that's even smaller. Sometimes you can't even get all the way in. The ceiling in that one is pink. Uh, it's blue. Uh, Ammonsville's, I think, is pink. And then you go across Highway 77 to High Hill. And that church is gorgeous. It's a brick church. And the inside of it is beautiful. So there are three right in that area. There's one called Praha, which is probably named by the Czechs in honor of Praha. Um, what are your, some of your favorite thrift stores around town? Like oh, charity thrift, shops. Oh, thrift stores. Well, you know, Faith, I'm going to say Second Chance, aren't I? Yes. <laughs> Second Chance Emporium is um, operated by um, churches in the area every weekend. It's only open on Friday and Saturday. Each church or church group takes a turn. There are paid employees in the back that are processing and pricing and sorting all the donations that come in. But um, I am on the board of that, of Second Chance, and we, in the time that it's been opened, um, have made uh, a lot of money. We do pay, we're paying off our building right now. We pay utilities, we pay some salaries, but we donate a lot, a lot of money to uh, organizations in Fayette County and surrounding counties for um, schools, and um, just different projects that uh, groups have. There's a ramp project. There's, um, we've, we donate money to the volunteer fire departments. We donate money to the summer reading program at the library, uh, senior citizens programs. It goes on and on. And, and we get great donations. You and do. There is, yes, and there's a line. There is. That store. Yes, on Friday yes. mornings. That line outside the store where there's a fence, and when the fence is open, people come in and get a number. The people have been known to stand in line as early as um, 4 o'clock in the morning. We don't open until 9. Oh, my goodness. And it's, it's, it's so much better than the Goodwill stores in mm -hmm. um, Bastrop and Brenham. And it's just an extraordinary store. Prices are really great. There is a great selection of clothes and decor and sometimes furniture. It just depends on what comes in. And you never know. That's why people come back every weekend because it changes. Mm -hmm. Well, I drove you know, from here to go down there to go shopping and to, <laughs> to fix some stuff up. Remember? Yes, you did. I got mm -hmm. Staffordshire dogs. I got two yes, different sets. Mm -hmm. Yes, you did. Thirty-five because your friend because your friend <laughs> works there. Thank, thank you, Janie. That's right. <laughs> but even when I went there, and you know, I already had those things picked out thanks to you. But when I went down there, there was I got um, some brass herring. You did. Mm-hmm. I, I got and two of them. Do you, do and you that remember was, when you came once before we went to the old building? And uh -huh. you found um, some vintage toys because you love vintage toys. I do. Our playroom is mm -hmm. vintage toys. And I always tell Sailor and Marcus, I'm never getting rid mm -hmm. of this stuff. You can't make me. My grandbabies mm -hmm. are going to play with it. Like, stop. Yeah. Sailor, Sailor thinks I'm kooky because I tell her there's always going to be toys in the toy room. 
Well, I think you should keep that toy room exactly as it is because I, I love it. Sailor's I do too. Get, well, Sailor's going to get too big for it, but someday mm -hmm. you will have grandkids or you will have friend, children of friends that come over and they will just fall in love with that room. Yeah. That room that room needs to be in a magazine, Faith. Oh, that means so much to me. Thank you. Well, it is, it's fantastic. If I started a blog yesterday, so I need to blog about it because there's so many fun treasures and there's stories behind where I yes. found what I found. Yes. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I, I agree. If you go down to Round Top, if you visit LaGrange, go to Second Chance. And oh, definitely. Them. Definitely. We're open from nine to three. So you have to be there um, within those hours and get in line. There's never much of a line on Saturdays, but the store has been restocked, uh, but there may not just be as much as on Friday. Friday, it can be very crowded and frantic. Right. Well, um, is there any other things about Round Top that you wanted to make sure that we spoke well, I'm about? Going, um, yes, let me look. Um, I'm thinking, I've talked about uh, bathrooms. I've talked about credit cards. I've talked about shoes. I've talked about making sure you're hydrated. I will say this, that the fall show, uh, the dates are October the 12th through the 30th. And um, usually by the middle of the month, you know, Marburger, not Marburger, but the W Fields, those people are setting up. And um, they don't mind too much if you come in and say, you know, or as they're setting up, you say, may I look around? And it's easier to get in there when they're setting up because uh, there aren't as many there, you can just drive through it. When it's going full blast, of course, you have to drive toward the back and park. The parking there is free. The um, other shows open up um, on different dates. And as you go to the very last week, then that's when uh, Marburger and the Big Red Barn open. So those two big shows open up during the last week. And again, and we did. Yes. And, you know, we said, you know, don't be afraid to ask uh, a dealer if that's your best price or can you do better, but you certainly don't want to offend them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you, they always say this, if you see something that you love, you should buy it because it won't always be there when you get back mm -hmm. and you might not remember where it was. What are some faux pas with making deals? Like what is the best approach? Just say, is this your best price? Make sure well, that you have like your cap, not all yeah, in the wallet. I, like, I, I think that you have to, you know, don't flash your jewelry. Um, don't act too excited. I have, I've known people that just haven't acted too excited. Like, you know, um, I'm not dying to have this because if you're dying to have it, then you'll pay for it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'm willing to pay because I don't buy very expensive things, Faith, but, um, you know, one of the coolest things I bought was that white uh, cabinet in my living room, and I did pay $200 for that. And that's that's nothing compared to people who go with big bucks to spend. That's never been me. You know, I always had so much money in my pocket, and uh, I didn't go over that. And then we drove from Big Springs, so you couldn't fit right. everything in there. Right. And I don't have room in my house for anything anymore. No, you so. don't. No, you don't. And you like more... Um, shabby chic or um, like I don't know I don't I don't know what would you say your style is Jane? well I do like I like that uh, farm house look 
And um, but things can be too shabby. You know, mm -hmm. I've seen some dealers and, you know, they call it chippy peely. And um, if you look at it just by itself, it's, you know, if it's very, very chippy and your house is filled with that, my house isn't. It's because I have different kinds of furniture everywhere. Um, yeah. It's, I don't think it looks, um, I don't think my house looks disjointed, I hope. No. Um, people, well, people do think I have, maybe they call it organized hoarding. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Your collections are put together as a collection. Yes, I try. And I have a lot of books because I do love books and I have bookshelves. And I've got pictures of your house. And when we went to um, Round Top and stuff, I have that on my Instagram from years ago. So I'm going to have to pull those out and put them on the blogs just so people can see. But there's if there's a little bit of everything. Right now, what do you say is trending at Round Top? Well, um, mid-century modern is very trendy. Um, I read an article last night on the Internet that said some styles are coming back. I, I love white ironstone. I don't need any more white ironstone. Um, just, you know, what you're wanting to look for. You know, uh, my sister Linda has a friend that loves Majelica, so she must have a collection of that. Um, like you said, I like to collect um, wasp nest and um, arrowheads and um, pretty rocks and things like that. So I have those, I think, I hope they're artfully. And dear antlers. Oh. So yeah, cute. No, know, you have it really cute. Well, thank you. Buttons and marbles and Scrabble <laughs> pieces. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of styles, do you want to tell me about Harry Styles, Janie? Tell me how that started. Oh, gosh. I love Harry Styles. And, you know, Faith, I didn't say this at the, at the beginning, but I was listening to one of your uh, podcasts just before you came on. And uh, I have a, my cousin's daughter is going to Auburn University from Austin and, and she's going to go through Rush. And you interviewed a woman who... Um, yeah, like new... Bruce, uh, yeah, Rush Re Recruitment. Anyway, yeah. you, asked, you asked her how old she was. Well, I just want you all to know that I am older than Faith's mother. And uh, <laughs> no, that's why... Not. I just think that that's why you and I have such a unique connection is because you typically are not the um, same age as me as the women I typically hang out with who might yeah. be retired teachers and uh or whatever and so um you're young and you're vibrant and you're fun and uh yes in spite of my old age I do love Harry Styles when he came out with that video as it was I thought it was the best thing I had ever seen I think he is joyful i think he looks like he's having a great time i'm sure in his concerts he is exhausted it, it looks like he's appreciating everyone there you know when we were watching the grammys and he was so appreciative and that granny got to give him his award um, i was like what i am the nana that loves harry styles and i should have gone to see him when he came to austin but I was going to Maine for the first time, and I wasn't passing that up. But um, I, I love his music, and I think he's so cute. 
And you have a cutout of him that you've traveled around and taken him everywhere with your girlfriend. I do. At my birthday last October, my friends gave me all kinds of Harry Styles things. We were in my friend's house and the doorbell rang and Rebecca said, Janie, get that. And I went to the front door. It was kind of a frosted beveled glass. And I thought, who is that standing out there? And then I could tell it was Harry Styles. They had stood the cardboard cut up cut out of Harry Styles and I started screaming it's Harry it's Harry and so Harry is um quite worn out he celebrates all the holidays with me I dress him up and I put different t-shirts on him he's he's been Christmas he's been a pilgrim he he was a clown at thanks Halloween he celebrated St. Patrick's Day and he celebrated Easter and I guess we'll celebrate the 4th of July next <laughs> You're so funny. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, we're going to switch gears for just a minute. And I don't know if you know that I do this with all the, all the podcast guests. But we go over the paint colors of their home. And you have the cutest yellow cottage with navy blue shutters on it. Do you happen well, to know what the paint colors okay, are? Okay, those, those are black. Those are black They're black? Shutters. Yes. And I'm, yes, they are black. They've not been painted. Sometimes... Uh, the bad thing about living in LaGrange is that the humidity is high and houses tend to get a lot of um, mold on them after a while. It's good to have your house pressure washed. I need to do that. My house was built in 1948. It is um, a shingle. What do you call those um, shingles? Uh, typical of that time, I'm sure. It's yellow. I don't know the color of it, but um, when I had my roof repaired they match that color with a color um, from a local hardware paint store so I don't even know what that color would be if it was it's, a Sherwin Williams color it's a really sweet yellow though it's really well, cute. thank you yes you know I keep thinking I'd like to uh, paint it have it painted a different color okay. I don't know what color well I'll come out and I'll do a color consultation you for should it. do that I would love it wouldn't that be fun oh my yes. god we would have, would. we would come up with too many ideas. I would... Yes, and you could come up with a, a different color for my front door. My front door is black also. I do have a storm door on the front of it now. And when I wash my storm door, it almost looks like it is a, a different color too. It's black as well. So, yeah, it'd be fun to have a pretty color on the front door. You know, I did paint my back door turquoise. No. I, I... I didn't know about the front door. That was too much. <laughs> well, and the colors in the inside, it's just um, called, uh, it's what I painted the house in Big Spring Inn when I got ready to sell it, accessible beige. And another one, you know, the uh, ceiling is a, a white. And then there are two different colors of beige, I believe. Uh, I don't really remember. And, you know, I know that that's probably not exactly the style now. I know people are doing a lot of grays, but you would be the one to know that. Well, actually, grays are out, and okay. and now everybody's doing all shades of white with pops of color, and um, it also depends on what your style is. We're in an era where everything is okay, and so I do have people that want whites with, you know, bright pops of color, and then I uh -huh. get people that like the warm tones, and so we do that, and then I get people that like the soft romantic colors. And we'll do an elegant blue on the cabinets and then, you know. Oh, I love that. I and do. then just like off-white color that with a stony color on the walls. So it's yes. it's really, there's, I, I can tell somebody 
this is what's in style or this is what's trending, but ultimately it comes down to what's best for you and your home and what looks like you and feels like you. And also your kitchen will dictate a lot. Well, let me tell let me ask you this. I have had my couch for a very long time. I'm ready to toss it. A friend of mine just moved um, into her new home and she does not have room for this leather navy blue couch that she has. And she bought it used, but it's in wonderful condition. I'm hoping to get rid of mine and get that navy blue couch in. So I want you to visualize mm-hmm. in my living, in my den area, because I yeah. do love turquoises and, and blues. I mean, the blues and the greens. That navy blue couch is going to kind of change colors up. So I need someone like you to come in and say, oh, this is what would go well with what you have already. Okay. And these are the pops of color that you need on the navy blue couch. I love navy blue. It's my favorite color. I don't want to, well, I don't want walls of navy blue, but I do love navy. And I really have never had a lot of navy as furnishings. Right. Well, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it's just like a staple. It's a good classic color. So yes. when you get a leather couch, because you have, you're about to have your third grandchild any day yes. now. And so that's why we're right. kind of doing this on the fly. Cause we want to make sure that I got my time with you before you got your hands so full with the twins and then the, the newborn coming. So I would say that, that couch would be a really good choice with you're right. Because I, I did know somebody that was trying to sell a couch from Pottery Barn, and it was white. And I thought, you know what? Mm-hmm. If it were just me, I sit on my couch and snack and watch television. So I'm just as at fault in getting things on furniture as my kids' dogs are or grandchildren or anyone else. Because white, I'm not good with white. And mm-hmm. so uh, I think the navy blue will be, if it's free, I love that oh. word. And um, I think I'll go with that. Yeah, I would say go ahead and do the navy blue couch. And what you just need to know is that leather, when you have pillows on leather, they slide. So they need to have some kind of texture on them or some kind oh, of ribbon. Okay. So my pillows on my couch, I did a velvet back on a Ooh, lot of the pillows or some kind of welt around it to give it a grip because otherwise they just sl- and I oh, did pillows all the way and I did pillows all the way across Marcus is always you know um I shouldn't say Marcus always is complaining about the pillows because he doesn't but I know men in general don't like a lot of pillows but right. in order to have pillows and they don't move it is full of pillows so they stay in place I would think that if you could start collecting some plaid blankets I just think it could be super cute. You know? Well, I think that's wonderful that you can tell me that because I have never thought that. I mean, I, I oh. didn't. What I'm saying is I did not know that. So oh, I'm yeah. glad that you shared that with me. You yeah. Know, we're talking about pillows and mm-hmm. you know how beds look so pretty with, you know, 10 pillows on them. Well, no. Um, if I put 10 pillows on my bed, then that afternoon they would be coming up because I take a nap every day nearly I read in bed, and um, they're just in the way. So I don't – but on a couch, you do need pillows. I yeah. I mean, look, my bed is filled with pillows. I do not make our bed. They stay on the corner, and then when somebody comes to the house, that's when I make it. 
if Marcus yes. wants the room to feel put together, then he makes it for us. And, mm-hmm. but the couch, I do, I mean, I've got, and you know what? They like, I did, I've gotten cheap pillows and then I invested in some good, uh, I wouldn't say good. I will tell you this. Ikea has the best inserts for Hello oh. slip covers because it's like $8 oh, that's and nice. you, yes, you cannot beat feather inserts for $7.99 and they may have raised their price now with the pandemic and stuff. I don't know, but it's a really good price. I can't find that price anywhere else. And then I have my friend over at August blues and then Wheaton Whaley home. I have slip covers from both of them in high quality fabric and mm-hmm. those have lasted and held up so well it made so it that's wonderful mm-hmm. right yeah i had the i had the cushions on my couch uh redone and when the woman uh took the fr- the fabric that i had she took off the uh old fabric and so those pillows are they have no definition you know what i'm saying they they yeah. are they collapse i have to punch them to get them back in shape things yeah. like that well i, I don't I- I can connect you with uh, Sherry. You would like her style and she's very reliable. I've worked with her for years and years. So, and she has fabrics that you'll like. And who is this? Her name is, sorry, my microphone was tipping over. Her name is Sherry Rice. She owns August Blues Slipcover Studio. And I met her when I was doing an open house, when I was a realtor. And I got Uh really creeped out. There's this random guy that came in and he was driving a hoopty and he was not adding up with the things that he was saying. He was rambling. He was making these big bolsters about money that he had. And yes, it was just, it was really, his behavior was just very weird. And Mm -hmm. my partner at the time, um, a little buddy of mine left. So I didn't have any backup and this family was there. And I made eye contact with her and I followed her to the other room. And I said, can y'all please stay till this weird guy leaves? Cause I don't Right. You have to be so careful, Faith. Oh my gosh. Yes. And they yes. did. And, and, um, but I got to know her and she has a son with autism. And so this is a way that she can help supplement income for her family. And so right. I'm just a big supporter of hers. I've ordered tons of slip covers. I give her name out all over. She's an excellent seamstress. She works well with others. And so, but she's an introvert and she's super quiet and shy. So she won't come on the podcast. I'm like, come on, Sherry. She's like, oh. <laughs> it's oh, all I can do to talk on the phone. Like she just. Well, you, you, you will have to send me her information or if she yeah. has an Instagram page or something that I can look yes. at. Cause I love, I love pretty down. pictures. Yes. And then when I travel down to come see you to do a color sure. consultation, I can um, bring the slip covers with me. Dude, that would be great. I know. I love that. Yes. Well. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining, you know, spending some time with me today. I know that you're super. I love spending time with you, Faith. I really do. I wish we weren't so far away. I know. I love spending time with you, too. We have such sweet memories, though. You do? I have such sweet memories with you, though. Oh, oh, I know. I know. And, um, you know, I've been to your house in Denton, and it's beautiful, and you just have a way with things that aren't expensive and Marcus is so helpful. He's he's a really uh, thrifty. I mean, uh, what a handy guy, isn't he? He can he is. build things. He yeah. lays wood floors and 
things like that. And not everybody has a guy like that. So, um, oh, he you're is, lucky. I am. I'm really blessed because if I come up with an idea or want to do something, he will come with me on my vision and he helps for it to come into fruition. Mm-hmm. I know not everybody has a relationship like that. I know when, when your um, husband Dick was alive, you and I would like escape and run away to go um, junkie and you're like, okay, we're going to hide this. We're going to do this. <laughs> I mean, we just all <laughs> have those moments. <laughs> That's so uh-huh. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Marcus was always very um, tolerant of me, even when um, I was his um, chiropractic patient. <laughs> when ooh, he, I didn't when know he that. Popped, yes. When he popped my neck one time, very unexpectedly, <laughs> I was not <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> I didn't know you're one of his patients. That's so funny. Oh, yes. For about, I don't know, three or four months I was. And I'd never been to a chiropractor before, and I didn't know what to expect. And uh, he popped my neck, and I said something very unladylike. And uh, he probably probably... thought, oh, my gosh, who is this woman? (laughs) (laughs) No, he loves you. I guess I, I will not let anybody pop my neck or my fingers and when I get a pedicure and she wants to pop my toes I say don't you even think about it <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to say this faith as part of our public service announcement that you and I met as Presbyterians at First Presbyterian Church in Big Spring and that was one of the best experiences I ever had with a church I have a great church here in LaGrange but that church just showed me what it was like to be an adult in church. I mean, even though I was already an adult, but to be an active adult and to serve a church and to serve other people. And um, yes, it was just a great church to be in for all the times that I was there and had some great friends. And I still do have some good friends there. So well, they really, y'all were so good to us. I mean, we were brand new in town and I said, I go, that's the church that I want to get married in. And my, well, my say Marcus, goes, he goes, well, it we was. better become members. So we did. <laughs> and y'all were so sweet and so good to us. I had the best bridal shower, wedding yes, shower. That was, no, that shower. was really fun, wasn't it? That was at oh Monica Robinson's house. And she is like the consummate hostess. She is so good. Y'all were yes. so good to us. I think that was the, probably the first time that Marcus really felt Christ's love from a community. I don't know. Oh, that's great. That's mm-hmm. great. He really loved that church. And um, we still think about you guys all the time. So. Well, great. Because I think that uh, the, the two Presbyterian churches that I've been involved in are just really good at that. They are um, they're friendly. They're um, tolerant. They're um, service-oriented. You know, we may look like a bunch of old people. We've got a a lovely group of children and young parents. And I think it just kind of boils down to, you know, how you you choose to worship God. And um, that's my choice. So um, I'm very thankful to be in churches that have loved me as much as I have loved them. Well, thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. I love you, Janie. I love you too, Faith, so very much, and your family <laughs> and everyone else. I'll talk to you later. All righty. Hope- some of you may be wondering, how can I watch Janie Conley and her adventures with Harry Styles? Well, let me tell you something. Her Instagram is private, so you are going to have to make a request, and if she feels safe, 
she might accept it. I don't know. You can try. But her Instagram handle is JK Conley. That's J-K-C-O-N-L-E-Y. Until next time, I'm Faith with Blue Bonnet Home. Thanks for tuning in. Bye now.